Oh, you're waiting for me to press the button. I thought you were going to have a, like a on today's episode of Aunt Jemima's Pancake Adventure. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am your host, Blevins. With me, as always, is the sauciest mailman of all. Saucy mailman. I've just, I've just realized, I've realized something important. During the theme song at the end, the very end where it says, do, 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 it's physically impossible to hear that and not play air toms. I have, I have this problem. So. true. Yeah, I can't Air do it. Air Toms. Yep. Yep. I apologize, everyone, who has no idea what the uh, the cold open was about because, uh, you know, we had a little, little spicy pre-show. <laughs> we had a, uh, yeah, spicy is the word. We, it was, it was a hilariously long and ridiculous pre-show and yeah. I had a great time. It put me in a yeah. good mood. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm definitely in a great mood. Um, and you can check that out. Twitch.tv slash The Blevins on Wednesdays at 8 Eastern. Unless we have a guest, sometimes we move around for guests because we're accommodating. Yeah, I'm I'm the most accommodating. I have an award for that. I have an accommodation for accommodating. I have an accom- yeah, economy. The accommodating accommodation. Yeah, I saved the economy. Nope, I'm not going there. That was nope. a dumb bit. Mm-hmm. wasn't funny. And uh, yeah, but we've got a lot to talk about today. Everything from, I mean, I think the biggest topic on everyone's mind is Twitch Rivals, which is, if you're listening to this live, is tomorrow, but it's May 14th. 2020 uh we'll talk about that so if you're listening it if you're listening to it when this comes out it's literally today yes yes at uh noon eastern nine pacific so uh check out the twitch rivals channel if you uh Mm -hmm. haven't already we'll be talking about that uh in detail in a bit uh we also have a new patch saucy to talk about yeah and then uh of course we've got a a bevy of listener questions as well as uh Mm -hmm. Just keeping up with the meta because we've been we've both been playing a lot and uh, got some fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually I really enjoy these shows where it's just you and I just being able to hang out. Yeah, it's a nice little you know I love the guests and I gotta say last episode if you haven't checked out last episode uh, with hugs def it is it went above and beyond what I was expecting because it was like yeah. I never know what to expect with the with the interviews. It's like sometimes, you know, I, I've had interviews where it's very straightforward. We go over the que- we always give, you know, the guests a list of questions just so that they're ready and we're not trying to yep. zing anyone. So we give them zing. the list of topics. Yeah, zing. Gotcha. We got you to say something you didn't mean to say. Ha ha ha. That's not what and we're trying we, to do. And then we well, we sometimes then we blackmail them. Yeah, we okay. sell it to um uh uh, to TMZ uh, and their, you know, TMZ's Legends of Runeterra section is uh, really popping off. So, um, yeah, we uh, sometimes we just go through the topics and and it's a pretty straightforward show, and those are good. But uh, yeah. we really went into like the like whole mindset of a tournament competitor and yeah. like hugs is like the epitome of like OG 
sort of esports guy in melee of all games, which is like just the old old school uh, esports and like that. Like hearing that mindset, it's like you know, with all these zoomers these days, saucy, you don't really you don't really get that that sort yeah. of competitive like grinder mindset that a lot of uh, yeah. us OG MTG. Damn PTQ, old man. PTQ grinders have <laughs> very similar. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yep, exactly. Uh, now everyone just knows about jaw hunters. Uh, yeah, everyone knows about <laughs> jaw. Ready for this? Okay, that's uh. So yeah, I'd say that's the only time I'm gonna do that, but <laughs> it's that'd be a lot. Casanova's in chat. He knows that that's not gonna be the only time that's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh god. But yeah, so uh long story short <laughs> long story short, make sure you check out that episode Hugs. Uh it was just a, the next level episode. I think all of our episodes are very good. This one was like it it I don't know. I just I I've, I I like hugs. I like hugs. Smile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but saucy, we do have a brand new patch here. The very yeah. first patch since release patch 1.1. Yeah, it feels it feels weird because like all of the uh, like the patch overviews we've done are like zero point yeah. whatever, and this is the first like yeah. the first all grown up patch. All grown up. Um, mm-hmm. Where's the artillery? Yep. <laughs> so my favorite thing uh, there's this is it's it's like a, a bug fixes uh, and you know that kind of patch. It's not like a mm-hmm. content patch necessarily, but. Yeah. Uh, I was scrolling through this on my phone when it when it came out with the notes, yeah. and uh, the first thing I saw, and this is the thing that's on there. If you're scrolling, you might see this. The first bullet point is removed Legion rear guard, but it's talking about from an expedition uh, uh. pool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's very spicy." Just wow. removed Legion yeah, rear guard. Just, Damn, they just took a card right out of the game, and it's a one drop. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> I was like. What is going on? But it was from one of the expedition archetypes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there is a patch here. Um, but, you know, th- really the most important thing, I think, is uh, that they announced how they're going to be patching. Um, mm-hmm. They said uh, new version, blah, blah, blah. Starting with patch 1.2, which is in two weeks from when this patch releases, we're adjusting how we patch LOR. To make sure players on new versions. Oh, okay. So that's actually not important. Basically, we're not getting a content patch until next patch. Yeah, it's it's more just to talk about because now we have mobile. Yes. Um, and mobile, it just takes longer for things to get approved through the Play Store and App yep. Store and all that. So things outside. You have, to, of, you have to deal with Apple and Google. Yeah, things outside of Riot's control, uh, unfortunately. But there were some important stuff. There were some like uh game breaking bugs they fixed mm-hmm. um like a couple that really infuriated me was an issue where twisted fate couldn't be played on a full board to replace a unit because now you can do that now with units yeah. but you couldn't with twisted fate sometimes and it was like oh that's if you're just, yeah if you were planning on being able to do that to like win the game it it felt really bad it felt really bad yeah so they fixed that uh yeah that um that feels so bad. Is it just me? And maybe it's just because we now have the option to replace units, but I feel like I've had full boards way more often than I normally would like previously. Oh yeah. And I think it is, I mean, it's, it's a lot more now we're playing knowing that we can do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. like before it was it is i mean it's still like part of the economy it's like a thing that you have to deal with like um but you can play around it like you can play like if you're especially so we'll get into decks we've been playing a lot lately or later but i've been playing a lot of deep decks and when you want to play your stupid one drop just so you can mill some cards and then replace it with a nautilus (laughs) like that's a thing that's important my favorite (laughs) yeah um but there yeah there's some other bug fixes um the now leeson um will properly barrier um if you cast the spell which is important there's a whole bunch is that actually a a long list of bug fixes um that they did which is and it's it's all it's all um good things yeah i saw the biggest one of the biggest ones for me um besides like the game breaking ones like obviously you want those fixed but Hilford Goods now will more direct, quickly draw its second card. Mm. It's huge. It was so that weird. That was a huge complaint. It, was like, it draws the card, and then it's like, did the game break? Am I yeah. slow? Is my internet down? And yeah. then the second card. And it would go, I think it would even go slower if you had the dude that discounted the black market guy. Oh, I think that's, it would make them even slower because I think it was like doing the math as you drew it. And like, <laughs> that's a, like when I would have a picture, like, first card. Okay, give me. I'm timing you. Twenty. Yeah. Oh, there's the next. Yeah, card. it's like he's he's got it. He's got his abacus out. And yeah, it's like the Heimerdinger emote comes mm. out with all the math. And, and he's like, like, he's really bad at math too. So he's like, well, three minus one. What does this number equal? Is it two? Yes. You get your card. You get your card. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, so that's just a good quality of life one. But overall, I think quality of life uh, overall, and then. You know, once we get the next patch, which will be in a week from now, no, two weeks from now, not yeah, next the, the episode. 26th. Yeah, the so not at, not next episode, but the episode after. So two episodes from now, we will uh, be talking about the patch. Um, yes, it'll be out by that time. This is twenty six. Carry the five. See, now I'm doing the math. And yeah, now you're the, the math card. guy. You're the math guy. Yeah, we'll we'll have it, but um. Yeah, overall, not not too much of a like actual gameplay change, but uh, I mean, I'm 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 glad that um, you know we didn't we we obviously got a gigantic uh, influx of new cards, right? We got the whole new set. It would be kind of lame if they gave us all these tools and they're like, oh, so this is nerf, 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 yeah. this is nerf, like. Let, give us some time to breathe, which I did, which is awesome. I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of people very vocal about certain things, um, certain decks, uh, which I guess can kind of transition us into our uh, meta discussion, what we've been playing. Yeah. And a lot of people are very vocal yeah. um, about the decks that are being played. And one thing I will um, say is a, a shout out to uh, Cosmic Plays, who's been on the show before. He did a nice, uh, a nice uh sort of analysis of the decks that have been played in the meta so make sure you're checking him out yeah i know he's in the discord as well as on twitter check him out and check out his uh his write-up and his uh charts that's been really cool because it's like oh man p and z bird is just the worst thing in the world when it's like actually the numbers kind of uh show a little bit different yeah and i think one of the big things um like like you said, if they came out with all this new stuff and then they patched it all, it would feel bad because 
there's always when people are like, oh, this feels too strong. This feels too powerful. This feels weak, blah, blah, blah. Like when a new set of cards comes out in any card game, everyone wants to play the new stuff. Right. right? And right. we we all forget that things like Withering Whale and Grasp yes. and Will of Ionia are cards we should yeah. still be playing. Yep. And so like as people have been remembering that these are all cards, yeah. um, it's been settling out. So it, we could talk about Burn for a bit because that's been a hot mm-hmm. discussion. Yes. Um, a lot of people... Um, have been quite vocal either they absolutely love it think it's the best deck in the world but there's a large group of people that uh, are very upset about the deck um mm-hmm. my, i i've i've been very vocal and very opinionated about said things um i feel the deck is i think it's strong it's a mm-hmm. great deck if you're trying to rank up it's a it's not a bad choice it's quick your games last literally one minute uh you went on turn one um but i don't think that the deck is broken overpowered or uncounterable no. i think it is slightly overtuned i think there is like it does win like half a turn too quick at a lot of games yeah and that's but, but not all the time like you you play all your cards by turn four or five <laughs> so right. um i i think it's okay but there's uh whenever there's a huge influx of new players because the game just came out mm-hmm. uh, people who've played card games before a lot of times you just gravitate to a strong aggro deck because yep. um, it's solid and uh at first, people were just not knowing what to do, and then we all remembered, oh yeah, uh, vile feast is a thing. Yep. Chump walkers are a thing. Like yep. so, so it's it's definitely counterable. I don't think it's broken, but yeah, I, that's just my opinion. Well, I mean, week one or like you know day day one day zero. I remember we we even talked about it on the podcast. It's like everyone was like, oh, I'm gonna build this Nautilus Maokai deck. Okay, it's like all right, let's start it off. Okay. Three Nautilus, three Maokai. Okay, there's 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 the first six cards. Let's see. Type and then, in the word deep. Yeah, type in the word deep. Add 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 add, 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 add everything. Okay, okay, I got three more slots. Okay. Oh, oh. Type uh, in the word toss. Type, type in the word toss. Type in the word sea monsters. Okay, okay. Now I'm gonna start making yeah. cuts. Okay. It's like oh, it's 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 literally forty. It, it, it's forty new cards. Okay. Not a single vile feast to be seen. Not a single withering whale. Not a single no grass. Vengeance, no grass. Didn't, didn't no need any of that. Didn't need no, any of that trap, any of that old garbage. That if it was so good, why wasn't it in the new set? Yeah. Um, and I mean, we were all doing like I was doing the same thing. I was playing oh, so yeah, many fun. like Karma TF decks that didn't yeah. have a single deny, no wills. Yeah. Like we're just not. We're we're playing new. I just want to be playing. Make it rains three hundred times. Yeah. Well, it also like, um, it, even in uh the tournament scene that you know I, I've been I've been following rather closely. We're seeing like I, I I mean we've we've been talking about it ever since the beginning of Runeterra. It's like there's going to like the proactive decks are going to be better when a new set comes out because the control decks don't know what they need to what they need to block. They're they're not sure what they need to counter. It's like if you don't have like if 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 the if the meta wants you to have a bunch of life gain and removal, then and, but but you don't have it in it's not the control deck's not going to be good but if you do have it in, it is going to be good but and, yeah, and then vice exactly. versa if the, if it's a control meta and you have a bunch of withering whales your deck is awful in that in that matchup so yeah yeah and it was like it was the first week i was like there's no counter to nautilus i'm like there's this new card that just came out called vengeance yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, another card called win before turn 30 uh yeah exactly i do think that the the deep deck the uh deck is is quite good and it's now like you look at it and it's it's still got the same core um but 
it's like okay we actually added in one drops uh we added in vile feast we added in removal we, whale. we added in withering whale exactly um it, it looks different we added in uh i think it was i the first place i saw it was um impetuous panda but he added in atrocities it's like oh yeah you're mm-hmm. just running a 13 13 in your deck maybe atrocities pretty good <laughs> Yeah, it makes them like have half their starting health total. It's pretty good. Yeah, it um I mean, it's like a a they who endure, but you don't need to play a bunch of spiders. You just Yeah, exactly. A, it's always a 13 13. Uh I think you yep. you take that. So, um yeah, in regards to burn itself, I I think a lot of people's problem with it is that it is very like it has draws that you cannot beat. Yeah, that is a a feel bad moment for um, playing against that, right? Like, you, yeah. it's like, okay, I, I've got Vile Feast, I've got Withering Whale, I've got Grasp. Okay, that should be good against this deck. Well, they just sometimes they just have everything, and you literally can't beat that. Yeah. Um. Now, I, and I, I was having this conversation with a, a a colleague of mine, and I think one of the my biggest problems with the deck isn't even like the deck itself, but so. You let's say you have someone that's getting into the game, right? They're asking you, mm-hmm. "What is the best deck I can play to just learn the game's core?" Yeah. And most of us, you know, we steer ter- someone towards like uh, mid-range Demacia deck, yes. or even yes. aggressive. Like Demacia is like the, the champion deck for. Here's how you learn interaction. You have single combat. Here's yep. you know minion combat trading. Mm-hmm. I think Burn is the absolute worst deck to learn the game whatsoever because you need to not care at all what your opponent does in any situation you just play a dude and attack it you don't even have to hit them you don't have to hit the nexus with the minions right and a lot of times and you're like obviously that's not like the best way to play the deck but right. you still have games where you get rewarded for doing that like if they don't have answers you literally yeah. just do i have the mana to play a dude i just do it and attack and don't right. care about blockers right um and you're still i mean you're not going to have the highest win rate doing that but you're going to have enough to climb right. like you don't need a you don't need a super high win rate to right. climb a ladder so yeah, I think if you're teaching someone who's never played card games before to play Runeterra or someone who's new to card games to play Runeterra, I do I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. I do think that it if you take someone, if I took one of my like Magic the Gathering friends who's never played Runeterra before but is very good at Magic, I think giving mm-hmm. them something like Burn would help them understand the advanced concepts of Runeterra mm-hmm. and why they're different. Because Runeterra Burn plays very different than magic burn in a lot of ways like i i think magic i mean we've talked about this on multiple episodes too but i think magic burn is it's easier to play because you have half of the number of interactable turns in in magic i tap Mm -hmm. out i play my lightning bolt at their face i pass the turn they play their turn i don't need to think about anything on that turn Whereas, like, okay, do I do I play my minion here? Do I play my boom crew rookie here, or do I play my uh uh disciple? What's that card called? The disciple, the the blood, the the vampire one that deals crimson two. Disciple? Yeah, do I play crimson disciple here? It's like, okay, well, when they attack, they're both going to do two, and then it's like, okay, and then I can have this, and then it's like, okay, do I keep that? There's a lot of, there's actually a lot of. I mean, we talked about it ad nauseum, but there's a lot of decisions mm-hmm. with burn. It, it's. I think once you know how to play it and optimize it, it, it's relatively straightforward and there's not a ton of different things that you would do. But learning the deck, I think, is actually pr- harder than a lot of it. Like yeah. Demacia, 
and I won't name names because they may be in the chat. We may be uh, casted them uh, play a Demacia match uh, suboptimally, uh, I'll say. Um, <laughs> it was good. Uh, Demacia mid-range, a lot of times you have five mana, you play your five mana card. You have a, you have five mana, you have Garen, just play Garen. You don't need mm -hmm. to play a, a two drop and a three drop, just play the five drop. It's two mana, play the two yeah. drop. It's three mana, play the badger bear. It's four, you know? Yep. Um, and I think that's a really good deck for someone who's never played a card game because yeah. it's like, okay, being mana efficient is a macro skill to learn in card games. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have two one drops and a two drop. It's turn two. Do I play two one drops or do I play two drop? It's like, with irrespective of all other factors, in general, it's probably better to play the two drop than it is to play two one drops. Yep. Um, in in the abstract, uh, yeah. it's probably better to play the five drop than it is to play the three and the two drop because on turn six you can play two three drops. You can't play a five drop and a three. All the all the things that everyone you know at, at a basic level or maybe a, like you know a two hundred level class knows. Um, yeah. but burn, it's like, you actually are playing in, in weird ways. It's all one, it, drops. It's, it's all one, it's all one <laughs> drops and two drops. And it's like, okay, am I playing this now? Do I, do I ever bank mana? It's like, okay. And then you have to get to a point where it's like, you get to a, a, a tipping point where it's just like, okay, uh, I can, if I have two decimates i don't actually need to do anything else i just need to cast those decimates okay got it um which is definitely counterintuitive but yeah long story short in terms like outside of that uh in terms of where it is in the metagame and we'll focus on ladders more specifically here because i think it is very different between tournament mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah i actually saw very little of it in uh the recent tournaments um at least at the high level um that meta is still developing but on ladder it's seen a lot because again, like you said, it's fast. Mm -hmm. It has a decent enough win rate. <laughs> oh, poor gum, yeah. poor gummy said, because okay. uh, we called him out. Um, <laughs> I, I called him out. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's got a decent enough win rate. It's fast. It's cheap. There's no, there's no champions in it, and there's yeah. no. Ep Is there even epics in the deck? I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't think decimates no. an epic. It's a rare. I think. Um. Yeah, I don't I think, think it so. just it literally just has rares in common, so like anyone can build it and just <clears throat> yeah. be good. Nan, I will. And I wanna I wanna umbrella this whole thing. I have literally no problems with burn. Uh yeah. I I think I think strong so I don't play aggro decks. You guys know I play <laughs> almost only control and combo decks. Like that's all I do. Um and I think that strong aggro decks are very important for the game um they help like you can't have a good control deck if you don't have something good to control right, right. so you got to have a, something to pick on yep. uh, like it, it's just it's healthy and i think a meta game that's defined by that revolves even around like really good aggro decks is very healthy mm -hmm. when it's when you have a meta game that's revolving around a very strong combo deck like if ezreal karma is the only good deck mm -hmm. that's when it becomes pretty unhealthy and that's yep. like I think that's more tilting to get beat by than burn, at least by burn. Like, all right, I got shut out of the game by turn four. All right. That was three minutes of my time yeah. wasted. Yeah. That's the, that is the beauty of burn is that when you're dead or, you know, you're dead, you're going to die. Right. There's mm -hmm. a point. And, and it's also very easy to tell because you're dead. Yeah. 
against Ezreal Karma, there are points in the game that are probably like turn six or seven where they have a bunch of cards in hand. They have a they don't even need a board position. They have enough Ezreal ticks. They get to it, and the game is over. But the game won't actually be over in the game for another five turns <laughs> when, like, yeah. you're not coming back, bud. They've stopped yeah. everything. You have no pressure. You are your answers have been your questions have been answered by Karma yeah. Israel. It's just they need to get to turn ten and play the stuff, and you are dead. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And then I'm the, I'm the guy who's playing the decks that literally don't have a win con, and like <laughs> I'm the type of decks that shouldn't be good. Uh, it, it was uh, I made a friend friend of the show Rod Johnson. We were talking yes. the other day about magic. He was getting so mad because I was defending someone <laughs> that was playing a Turbo Fog deck. Yes. The deck literally, its whole win con is that you can't kill them. Like that's yeah. they don't win; they just never die. And I'm like, that's exactly yeah. how card game should be played. <sighs> Rob was getting so mad at me. <laughs> yeah, but what about what if in your win condition is just keep playing Nexus of Fate over and over and over? Yeah. <laughs> so I heard you like shuffling. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what? Evans, what have you been playing? I have been playing Demacia P and Z. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. just Mono D with Vi. Vi, I will say again, I'm not. I'm still not excited about Vi. Vi is not an exciting champ, but Vi is very strong. She's um, great. I she's just super solid. I had my doubts as to whether or not she would replace, you know, some of the five drops like Garen or Silverwing Lancer or whatever that card's Swiftwing Lancer, whatever that card's mm -hmm. called. Um, it does in a lot of cases. If you're willing to put P and Z in or, you know, go splash outside of Demacia, it's perfectly fine. She has the same she has a similar killing power of Garen. Like she'll she'll clock them just as fast. Garen doesn't need anything or uh, sorry, Vi doesn't need any other units on the board to do that. She's just big mm -hmm. and she plays way better defensively than Garen does because obviously yeah. she has Challenger and um and tough. tough. Which is really good. So Vi definitely been up. I've been just grinding with that. But I, I did also uh, start playing based uh, a deck based on uh, a tournament finalist um, who Casanova will remind me of the name of the player because I forgot their name. But it's a um, it is a twisted fate um, twisted fate Lee Sin. Um, control deck and Ooh. it has been uh no, no no the other not guarja guarja played um played twisted fate uh uh swain which is another deck i want to try which looked really good but i haven't played that one yet but i've been playing the twisted fate lee sin deck um mm. presto yes presto sasuke and uh lobster we're all playing it um, that's cool deck is really strong um and it I, I think you would love this deck if you haven't played it already um, I've also seen it. It's it's like it's like the klepto deck that Gummy was running. Kind of like it's like the same base, Twisted Fate, a bunch of the klepto cards, Ionia cards. Um, but it's it, this version was running Lee Sin, not Karma. Um, and I'm not 100 percent sold on that. Lee Sin was good. He's a little like he's expensive. Um, yeah, but he's still very good. It he can close out games. Yeah, he 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 certainly can. He's definitely one of the win conditions. But like Twisted Fate, every single time I play Twisted Fate or see it played, um, it I I'm just like, yeah, this is just the best. This yeah. might just be the best champion in the game. Um, it, I think he's the most flexible, right? Because there's at no flexible. point in the game is he unplayable. Like yeah. he is always relevant at all times. Yes. 
Yeah. It, it, and and I really liked playing that deck. Um, like there's so much interaction. You're drawing a bunch of cards. You're able to like do crazy plays, bouncing things back to your hand, draw more cards, all that you're drawing your opponent's cards. It's super, super yeah. fun, super interactive. I just found that like my games were taking three times as long and the losses can happen like it's a strong deck but man is it a mind it's a brain melter it's like the type of thing yeah. like i don't ever want to bring to a tournament because i you are i mean the first few turns kind of play themselves but not even even so not it's like do i probably their face do i save it? um once you get to like turn five or six the the lines need to be thought out multiple multiple turns ahead and you are reacting to all sorts of stuff it, like it's a it's a it is a mind melter. Very good, and I think expertly piloted. It's going to be a very very strong deck, and a very it's a very strong core of cards. And there's a lot of flex spot spots too. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. So that one, yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't played the least end one, but that sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, definitely. If you're looking for like a, I think it's right up your alley because it's very much control drawing cards bouncing stuff countering stuff oh, yeah you said drawing cards yeah. i'm happy <laughs> exactly exactly so definitely um that that one and then um yeah i i recently picked back up uh um impetuous panda posted another um posted another uh a new updated list of of uh Deep. and uh I've been I've been liking that. I I love that archetype. It's just such a cool. Yeah. It's just a fun. It's just a fun archetype. You get to play a bunch of big sea monsters and stuff and killer uh -huh. stuff. Yeah, I like that deck a lot too. I, I've I've recently fallen in love with the deep deck. I think something that's really interesting about it is like there's a lot of flex slots in the deck. Like there's yeah. a like the core of it isn't like the entire your entire mm -hmm. deck. So like mm -hmm. we actually we we did this exercise on on my stream. At, few nights ago where i'm like all right i want everyone to post me their deep decks and we're going to compare them all and yeah. every single one was completely different like yeah. the cards people were running there were some bad ones but like there's <laughs> like, just things i hadn't even thought about and like it, it's it's very cool so yeah i've been having a lot of fun with that deck as well yeah <clears throat> um what was there any other decks i've been playing i did play burn a little bit um prismat actually posted a, a, a burn update with um I, I is it called veteran invest no that's not the card the four mana three three that when you play a two drop it draws you in a fleeting card i forgot oh yeah yeah called. veteran investigator is it veteran investigator that's what came to mind is. but i don't know if that's a different card or not i think it's investigator something investigator uh, someone in chat probably knows but um oh it is veteran yeah. investigator nice um that card's insane uh I've been, yeah i've been playing a teemo combo deck with that Ooh. It's uh, it's very it plays that a whole bunch of two costs, and then it plays the the I think it's a six drop that when you draw a card, it makes a copy of it and a fleeting copy of it. Oh um, yes, yeah. So, so then you just you put out puff cat peddlers and play like three hundred spells on a turn, um, and it's it's very fun. It's very fun, and then you clock them with Teemo. I think we had two hundred and some puff caps in someone's deck that we nice. put there on, on one turn. It was, <laughs> really fun uh yeah. horrible not good but very fun <laughs> so i actually i was watching uh fresh lobsters stream who's a uh a, a top tournament player from eu but he actually usually makes top cut in both na and eu because he's a madman he was playing i think on either his winning in to get master on one of his accounts or the second to last game before he got master 
someone was playing unyielding kegs. Like legit at at high diamond. Oh, that's the best thing I've ever heard. It it was funny because it was like Gangplank plus, um, I don't remember what the other hero was, but it was Gangplank plus something in Demacia. And he's like, what in the world is this deck? And I just, all caps, OMG, it's unyielding kegs. And he's like, oh, crap. Yeah. (laughs) I'm happy with where my list is at. It's uh, I've been playing. I mean, that's my go-to, right? I yeah. I play that deck at least five times a stream. It's it's yeah. so fun. Um, yeah, Unyielding Kegs is a blast. It's it's I'm still not convinced it's good, but it is very. I mean, it's not bad though. I don't think it's as bad as I originally thought. Yeah, it's, we you win some games you don't deserve. Yeah, and Twisted Fate hitting their board for five across the board is real good. <laughs> Ever heard it's, of Bonfire of the Damned? Anyone? Yeah, uh, it's so dope. Shout out to Adam so the been, Sword. I've been playing. Um, so the the Twisted Fate deck I've been playing is Twisted Fate with Fizz. Um, that's been super fun. Is it Mono that, B? Uh, no, I, I have a splash. I think I'm splashing uh, Piltover and Zon for okay. Mystic Shots. Okay, and like to get excited, because um, you get to play pretty aggressively when you have Fizz. That deck, it's one. Very sweet. Two, incredibly hard to pilot. I think Fizz is an incredibly skill-testing card yeah. um, when used properly. And that's that's another one where it's like, there's so many turns where you have to use your thinking brain, and uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I feel like people have not... Un- I feel like Fizz is unexplored territory for a lot of people. I don't think it's he's hard been... to build. Yeah, because he's like... He's not... He's not as straightforward as I, you know, I think you originally think. He's like, because you need to, like, you need to play a spell to make him elusive, but also you want to, you want to play, you want to keep spells back to protect him. Um, yeah, you have to play proactively, but then also reactively. Yeah, so you need a lot of spells. And then also his, I still like, I can't wrap my head around the best way to play his actual spell. The one that's like, oh. you get to, you bounce a guy that you own and rally to rally. Yeah. It's like kind of a, it's a weird card if nothing else. Um, it's super strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, 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 but it is hard to play. And as I, I still, I've played, I don't know how many have fizz decks. Cause fizz is like my favorite champion. Right. But I still always forget. They have to be attacking to pull them out to rally. And I yep. always screw it up. I do it at least once a stream. I'm like, Oh, look at my big brain play guys. Let me get on my big brain mm-hmm. glasses here gonna block with this and this guy and then i'm gonna pull one back and like shit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i've been doing that and then so this last week i dedicated to sejuani okay uh been playing a lot of sej ash which is slowly becoming one of my favorite archetypes and sej timo is with uh what is it the starlight seers yeah, is that their name? Yes, dude. We we had a chump wump that was plus thirty four, plus thirty (laughs) four. It was. Uh, that is no longer uh, a chump. I don't think. I think that's a. I don't know what it, that is. It's so fun. Oh man, Timo Sedge is a blast. That yeah. deck is so much fun. I definitely lost to Timo Sedge uh, in ranked the other day, and I was not. I was not very pleased by mm-hmm. it. Let me tell you. I, but, def- I mean, you were pleased, right? It was Timo. You can't get I mad mean, at Timo. I. It wasn't even Timo. It was. Uh, Okay, who am I kidding? It was Timo. I had like 300 caps in my deck. I was like, I'm going to do the, I'm ignoring all of the puff caps and I don't care. I'm just going to keep drawing cards plan. It did not work out. 
Sasmani's interesting. Like she's one of the she's a very unique champion, and I think yes. she's another one that's super unexplored because like her level up ability is straightforward, but also in the decks you play her in are sometimes hard to do. But she has the ability to like she's definitely can win the games that you have no no reason winning. Yeah. Um and I think she has the ability to at one point it's not right now, but some expansions on the line, there'll be something that breaks the game with her because it's like the ability is stupid. It's so dumb. Oh yeah. It it I mean yeah, and she has overwhelm. Yeah, it's um the the puff caps is is cute because she just freezes every turn. But then I mean the the like level one is just the the Noxus card, the Swain cards, right? Yeah. The uh the catapult or whatever it is. It just Yeah. Which is insane in that deck. Because if you have her at the catapult, their stuff's just frozen forever. Right. I think that's actually like I was tinfoil hatting this. I think that's actually one of the reasons they made it to where you could play units when the board is full. Because otherwise your opponent could literally never play another creature again. It would lock them out of the game. Oh, you're right. No, I don't even yep. think that is tinfoil hat. Yeah, um, like I, I, I got into this discussion because I was playing it a lot, and like I was playing it with Ash. So you have City Breaker, her, and Ash out. Ash makes it to where they can't block. Yeah. She makes it to where all the stuff's zero. Yeah, and you're just like yeah. soft locked, or I mean, it yeah. would be hard locked, right? Or pretty yeah. close to it. Just can't play anything. Yeah, and something. I, another thing I found out. I don't know if you do this. So if um, so Sezwani's out, and uh -huh. you have a City Breaker. Uh -huh. it, it, it goes to their turn. City Breaker hits, and yeah. she flips. So she levels up. You can hit their nexus again to freeze their whole board on that same turn. Really? It, yes, you can. Wow. I want to get three monsters that way because I didn't think it was going to work. And someone in chat's like, "No, seriously, just like hit, hit them with the the noxus spell that yeah. does one of the nexus. And you'll freeze their board." I'm like, "Okay," and I did. I'm like, and it, it was wow. like mid combat. It's so good. Yeah. Wow, <clears throat> that's broken. Um, so she's. I think she's decent. I think like. I have no doubts that she's powerful. It's kind of like it's kind of like where Freljord is a little bit right now. It's yeah, like, Freljord's just bad. <laughs> there's just like there's like little pockets of stuff that are good. It's like the free Omenhawk. stuff is cute. Omenhawk is amazing. Sejuani seems good. Remember this champion called Anivia? When was the last time you saw an Anivia? Not often. I forgot that Anivia yeah. even existed. If I'm being completely Trendemir. honest. I, I see Trindamir a little bit in like the Endure decks. Yeah, the Endure decks is pretty, but like even like some of the Endure decks are literally, it's 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 literally just mono Shadow Isles plus they who endures. Endure. Yeah, yeah. Like that is a deck that has been played in tournaments, um, mm -hmm. and there's like little extra bits of Freljord, but all the all the cute stuff that we got from Freljord that we thought was it's just like too clunky it's too expensive too slow it's not it's not there it's weird yeah uh it's it's failure so interesting and i mean i think they need just some help because i mean everyone across the board is going to agree that Freljord is not the strongest region right um uh, but there there is there's so many like you said there's so many cute things in the region mm -hmm. my here's my theory this is another tinfoil hat okay one day and this isn't even tinfoil this is a stupid prediction one day fizz is going to be too strong right and fizz decks are going to run rampant frostbite beats the shit out of fizz they can't it's burst speed oh you're right yeah because i with uh when we were playing timo sejuani like I, there was a couple of games i got against fizz i'm like i'll just block with timo and frostbite their stupid fizz and win so good yeah huh yeah um it, yeah there's yeah the the burst speed the the, but the problem with freeze is like 
That you're in Freljord and the rest of this region sucks. Well, you're <laughs> in Freljord, and if you're not building around the freeze, at the end of the day, it's just like it's worse than fog, right? Like harsh winds. It like, I mean, it can be better because it only freezes their stuff, and you can block better. But like six mana for that, like imagine paying for that in Magic. You would never do that. That wouldn't be good, right? So no, it, it's uh, hmm. it's interesting. Freljord's just in a weird spot. Yeah. It it definitely is, but but the the Tuscrater or whatever is really sweet. Which one is that? Uh, I don't know the stats offhand. Is it the one that gives you a mana crystal, or are you thinking? Of, is it a okay. uh, no? It's the boat. It's uh, oh, Sejuani's the boat. boat. The boat. The boat. The boat. Or is it? It is a boat, right? Yeah, because the the picture makes it look like a um a, a trebuchet, but it's mm-hmm. not that. I thought it was a trebuchet at first. I'm like, oh, okay. does Sejuani just come in on a fucking catapult? She just um, catapulted across. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 it doubles the power and health of all allies in your deck. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah, that is, uh, again, super cool, cute effect. Not mm-hmm. that good when your opponent is killing you on turn five. I'm wanting to make a deck with every recall effect in the game and that and like just to double your stuff like six or seven times. <laughs> that so would that, be cool. that's my next plan. It's not good, but that's my next plan. <laughs> that would be uh that would be an interesting I mean that's a YouTube video if I've ever seen one. The uh yeah. the gigantic uh the gigantic uh deck. Gigantic yeah. gigantic deck. I, I um, want like a plus four hundred chump wump. Let's go. <laughs> it's always gotta be chump wump for some reason. Yeah. It's uh, it's chump. It just is. Love it. Love it. Um, okay, so we've talked a lot about what we've been playing. Let's move in and talk about something we're not playing. Okay, that was a bad that was a bad <laughs> transition, but it's <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's sad. Um Twitch Rivals, Legends of Rotera. So today, if you're listening to the recording, yes, it is happening. It is happening today. If you're listening when this releases, it's May 14th. I'm checking about if you're listening in, uh, in, in the future. Sure. This is. So I, I will preface this with, this is hotly debated right now. Um, mm-hmm. and we see and hear and perhaps even in some ex- to some extent agree with a lot of the sentiments that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a high level, here are a couple of things that I think about this event. Really happy that we're getting a Legends of Runeterra to a Tribals event. Yes. Uh, obviously, we have one for... We had one for Valorant when it... Uh, like the first week, I think. Did we have... Maybe No, we had ESPN. That's a different thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably have a Valorant one soon enough. Um, League has had a number of them. Uh, TFT has had three three big ones, and then there's been some regional ones too. Um, mm-hmm. So it makes sense that we would have one for LOR, but it wasn't guaranteed. Um, not necessarily. Not every single card game gets one. Hearthstone, no. uh, Hearthstone did. I think MTG did one, um, but like, mm-hmm. not a guarantee that LOR has one. So happy that that's happening. There's yes. a lot. Uh, it's a big prize pool, 100K. Uh, with like just getting in, it's twenty five hundred bucks. Even if you just don't win a single game, so good, good there. Um, and it's going to bring a lot of eyes to Legends of Runeterra. Yeah. 
That's a net. Yeah, it's a net positive. Yeah, at a high level, this is a good thing for anyone who plays the game. If you're interested in the game, if you're serious about this game, which you obviously are, because you're listening to a podcast dedicated to it. Yeah. Um, it's a net positive for all of us. The more people that play the game, the better off it is. Um, like as if it is more successful, you can guarantee Riot's going to put more money into it, which means right. more different tournaments, yep. uh, more new bomber jackets. You know all the stuff we're all needing. Yeah. Um, so no matter what, it, it's good. Uh, I I want this to be successful. Um, I it'd be so cool if there's a whole bunch of eyes on the game. Yeah. If we could get people from other like if we can get more tournaments and competitive play for this game takes off and it does well, we'll get a lot more pros, a lot mm-hmm. of people switching over. Um, and that's that's just good. There's yeah. there's no bad about that. Right. The um the criticism? the criticism, the pushback that we've heard from a lot of people in the community on Twitter and all sorts is that I by my estimation I'll say, uh, I'll generously say that there's five, maybe maybe a few more here and there that I'm just not familiar with, five or five ish of sixteen that are like full time Legends of Runeterra streamers or players that are really or or tournament players, um, people that are passionate about the game that yeah. it's about. Being a person who has casted, um more Legends of Runeterra than most other people. Uh, obviously, Casanova has the, has the crown there, I believe, unless there's someone that we just don't know about that I haven't seen. Um, you know, the number of people that in this event that I've seen in tournaments that I've casted over the past two months is two, I think. Swim and yeah. Mogwai. Mogwai. Um, so I think, I mean at the end of the day, like we're seeing big streamers like, uh, you know, Crip, Kibler, who's, you know, um, and, and Hafu and dog and all of them who are big card game players, but they're mm-hmm. different card game players. And I think like, I get the, I get the like, Oh, well we want to just have what, why aren't there more legends of Terra streamers? That's what it boils down to. Why aren't there more people who are, why don't we have, you know, the top, people on the ladder or the top streamers in legends of Runeterra. We have a couple of them swim and swim and Mogwai would definitely be two of the bigger ones. Um, yeah. for sure. Like endemic ones. Um, but at the, I, I'm so torn. It's tough. Cause it is, it's the, it's the double edged, edged sword, right? Because looking at the positive, um, all of these people who aren't primarily Legends of Runeterra's content creators, right? right. They, they're still big names on Twitch. They True. stream to thousands of people. Um, if they do do this and their fan base goes to support them and watch this and they go, mm-hmm. oh shit, this game looks really cool and they yeah. get into the game, that's, the, that's what that's, I would hope the goal the would win. be, right? Yeah. Yep. But then the other side is, how about all these people who have been, you know, since, since the first day of the game, grinding it and like putting their heart mm-hmm. and soul into it? Um, no no representation from them so it's tough right and i don't blame the event for for it or the people put it on like at the end of the day you know people with large fan bases whatever they're going to bring in a lot of people and a lot of viewers and you want the you want the event to be successful and if this is one of those things like man this this twitch rivals was like one of the highest viewed ones we had for this game legends of Runeterra. Then all of a sudden, that's like a huge thing. And then yeah. Twitch is like, oh, yeah, let's put on more things for this mm-hmm, game. And if we mm-hmm. can get more events, 
that's great. Then we all win. Yeah. Um, so it's tough. It, I, I would love, I'd love that, but it's just hard because card games, we don't have the same viewership as, you know, like Counter-Strike or Valorant mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, something like League of Legends. Um, but who knows? Yeah. People like League more, so maybe they come over to the game. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it, it's bitter. It, it's not even bittersweet. It's, it's a net positive thing. It's all good, right? Yeah. There's no bad from it. It's just like, I would have liked to see a couple more yeah. endemic people. But for the first one, it, at the end of the day, to put the to take the podcaster hat off and put the just business hat off, like they want more people watching this, right? Mm-hmm. They want to promote the game from both Twitch and from Riot and from just everyone. Yeah, involved. Riot's gonna to- obviously want more people to right find the game, uh, and like by putting out like they they're trying to get the people they don't already have, right? And like so it makes sense. the Twitch rivals of series is has always been a streamer content marketing promotion tool even though like the 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 thing that is kind of like contrasts it is that it is usually like it's a competitive format right like it's the pretty pretty much the standard tournament format that we've been seeing late um lately it's best of three conquest one ban like it's pretty much what we see weekly at a you know a jam fest or a duels of runeterra um and also there's, you know, $100,000 on the line, which is, like, obviously way bigger than anything that we've seen so far because, you know, it's Twitch money, et cetera. Um, so, you know, I'd like to see, obviously want to see that get spread from, you know, throughout uh, the endemic Legends of Runeterra people. But on the same, you know, on, or on the other side of the coin is, like, you don't want to market to the same people that are already watching and playing your game, right? You want to get new audiences. So mm-hmm. it's a double, not a, not even a double edged sword. That's not even the right metaphor. It's like, there are two sides of the coin and I think both are good. It's just one yeah. side is, I don't know. I don't even have a good metaphor. It's, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. And like, it, of course, like I'd like to see more people from the actual community involved in it. Like, you know, like you said, you're, you're casting all these tournaments with all these people that are playing on all these tournaments all the time and are passionate about Runeterra, um, grind of the game, know the matches in and out, know the cards, they know the voice lines. Like all of us who have been putting like, I mean, obsessing over this game. Like I'd of course rather like to see a lot more of that mm. in a tournament of the game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, it, we got uh, someone posted in a Discord like asking if if we got invited and torn it down or something. We're like, no, nah, like obviously, if I got invited to play the oh, thing, I would play the yeah, thing, right. Yes. <laughs> it, uh, the 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 twenty five hundred minimum wasn't quite enough for me to participate this time. Thousand dollars first place. That's not even enough for me to wipe my ass with. Hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I hope that's an appearance fee, darling. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't know yeah. why I turned it into Nigel Thornberry there, but uh, <laughs> um, so I think what would be cool, and I, what I think we saw more of on the Magic side, if I recall correctly, was like it was just a bigger tournament. It yeah. was, I think, I want to say there were sixty, like there was a lot of people playing in the Magic side. So it's like maybe like keep keep the same exact prizes, right? <clears throat> just have the invites be like make it 64 
get some of the yeah. you know mid tier smaller get more of the endemic people get some other, like I think that I mean it's a different event right this is you know they want to they want to do the first one big they want to get as much exposure as they can uh as you know as early as they can so I get them for that I hope that if there's another Twitch Twitch rivals uh or invitational style event that maybe it's a little bit of a bigger um you know bigger time but then at, at the same because at, at at the same level, like, is Crip going to play in a, a sixty-four person tournament where there's no guarantee? Probably not, especially if it's right, a game he doesn't like, play. Unless there's appearance yeah. fees, which we don't know about, and they won't tell us, right? Yeah, but, which there could be, but I think like you, it, that's the incentive for you know the dogs, the the Crips, the Hafus, the. Um, you know, those, the, the Kibblers that don't really play the game or at least don't consistently play it and don't play it at tournament level. That's why they're playing this, right? Essentially the prize money is their compensation for what they bring, which is a marketing piece and more eyes on the game, um, to play the game. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's what it boils down to, which I I get leaves like a little bit of a, like a, a sour taste in the mouth of, of people in the community. And I get that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we just have to, as a community, look at it as a positive. Cause that's what it is. Like, this is a cool event. Didn't need to happen. It wasn't a guarantee that it was going to happen. Um, I think it's just, it's, it's, it, it's really cool that we're getting, um, a Twitch rivals for LOR. And I'm, I'm glad that it's happening. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm happy that it is a thing. Um, and no, I'm not bitter and angry that I'm not a part of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm totally fine. Yeah. Next. Next time, gadget. Next exactly. time. And, and let's be honest, it's just because the appearance fee wasn't quite enough for me. Yes, so. I need a hundred thousand dollar guarantee. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Okay. Speaking of hundred thousand dollar guarantees. I got no transition. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, our listeners it. are worth $100,000 to our hearts, which is why we are going to take some listener questions. We got You guys were going yeah. hog wild here. We have a ton. We do. So we've got, uh, we'll get through, uh, we got a little bit of time. We, we can get through at least some of these. So let's start it off right at the top. This was actually from last week that uh, carried over, but uh, Ardrick. Ardrick asks, uh, what are your thoughts on there not being any designation on the cards uh, that are from set one versus set two rising tides? Um, and then related, what are your thoughts on possible set rotations for and against why? Saucy, do you have any thoughts on like set rotations and, and whatnot? As far as like designations, I don't think they need to happen because this is all, in my opinion, the base set of the game because it's yeah. what it launched with. Yeah. Like we only have one quote unquote extra set of cards. And for right. for everyone who keeps popping around, complaining like, "Oh, when are they going to release the next faction?" Like it's been a couple weeks. I Call know. I like, know. You'll, you'll get you'll get a soul at some point. Uh, I want him we to. Don't have another game already. It's like yeah. Um, so um, set rotations. <laughs> no, I'm never happy. Set rotations, in my opinion, I mean, have to, there has to be formats once car- the game gets too large. Um, yes like trust me i i've i've been around magic long enough you don't want there to be no sort of rotation whatsoever um yes. and everything just be fair game that's where the game 
devolves into nonsense. It so breaks. I mean, right now we don't need any kind. We don't need anything now. But no, uh, I think I mean, it's going to model other competitive card games, and there'll be formats of some sort. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're multiple sets. We're multiple, multiple sets away from that. Um, yeah, exactly. I think I, I agree there at some point there's a tipping point. I'm sure there's some game theory behind like what the number of unique yeah. objects in an environment are that make for optimal play style. I'm not that person that knows that. Yeah. I'm sure that there are people on the team that have a better understanding of that and they're going to be able to do that. Well, better. and also like from a game design standpoint, you don't want it to be like, you don't want future card design to be limited by previous cards. Yes. Um, exactly. And like we in early days of magic and still in magic, like that's always an issue. Cause you're like this card that we're making, we want to make it, but if it's in the same set with this other card being legal, mm-hmm. it is going to break the game. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot of things that you don't want that to cause. Right. Yeah. I mean, how many years was it before wild became a thing in, in Hearthstone? Yeah, exactly. A long, a and lot. We had a few, it's like three years, yeah, four so, years, something like that. Um, but yeah, you do at some point there's a tipping point where um it just makes it more fun and like again, like ironically enough, taking things away increases options, right? So it's like, oh well, making a new uh I'm just using an example that doesn't really necessarily make sense, but f- bear with me. Making a new five cost Demacia champion is completely irrelevant because we have Garen and he's always good. So either we need to keep making strictly better Garen's over and over again, or if Garen's gone, then we can have a full bevy. Maybe you know, Quinn yeah. starts to look more interesting. If you want to go more aggro, maybe we can make a more controlling five cost Demacia card. But it's like Garen's right in the middle and he's super good. There's no reason to play anything else. Um, yep. but taking Garen out can, can open that up. That's the sort of mindset of like, we can take away these older cards. Maybe they do. I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe they don't have to, they're not bound by any sort of rules and that we've already seen a lot of these classic rules, um, of card games. They can, they're, they're ready, willing, and able out the window. to get them out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. So yeah. good, good question. Ardrick, uh, appreciate that one. Do you, want, do you want to pick yep. another one? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, this one seems important. So Genghis Tron yes. asks, what are your tier lists for emotes? Ooh. And which emotes give you the most mileage? This is tough. But I, I, have a, I have a standard layout or like loadout that I use for emotes. Okay. My favorite emote is Thresh. Okay. I, I love the Thresh emote um, because you can use it in a in a not so toxic way or the most toxic way and i love it so much i love thresh um vlad is vlad is very oh, good vlad, as well. vlad is vlad is my go-to right now it might vlad be is I just, real good it's my new it's my new shen it's my new gg i use uh i use vlad i use vlad over brom that's my that's my starting because it's like they're like, hey, how's it going? Like, good game. I'm like, mm, no, it's good game for me. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to you. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, I have uh, been recently really liking Lux, who's just like the, mm. the thumbs up. Because it's like, yeah. especially when they miss, like I use it in the most toxic when they make a miss. Oh, like same. someone, um, oh, yeah. someone like completely misplayed around my Lee Sin. Like they didn't, they like, 
didn't know how the dragon kick worked. They like did all that. They like did all this work to like break the barrier of Lee Sin when it doesn't actually do anything on attacking because yeah, the dragon kick just goes with that. So I just like <laughs> they did all this work and I just give them the thumbs up and it just does not work out at all how they thought it would. <laughs> oh yeah, that's been a good one. And then the other one that I've been getting a lot of mileage out of is the Quinn and Valor one. Oh, I like that one because it's like a when they make a suspect play, I can be like. Mm. I don't know how I, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that one. And then also when they get really lucky, I can be like, hmm. Hmm, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I like using that one. I think the best time to use it it was when you have the opponent that uh uses the Heimerdinger emote thirty eight times in a row. And you just <laughs> use one once, just like hmm. <laughs> yep. Good good you you have to be ready to counter emotes, that's for sure. Yeah, counter emotes it I mean there's gonna be a huge metagame around yeah, this. You you need to know. So Thumbs good. up is great. It's always on my it's always on my yeah. my board. Although I did see I did see you yesterday on stream, Saucy, uh when you were playing a uh a Poro deck, you uh you I put in your... only <laughs> yeah. If I'm playing a Poro deck, I only put in sad poro. All six slots are sad poro. Uh, so strong. So it's strong. on thing. It's on theme. True, true. Okay, let's. Uh, ooh, here's a, here's a good one um, from Command What, who's actually in chat right now. Uh, they asked, "How can I stop getting stomped in my expeditions?" And what I would say is, take a look at the video that Saucy and I made about yeah. expeditions. I might do. Uh, I might do uh, an updated one. Um, I need. To, mm-hmm. I want to get. I've been. I've been more on ranked lately. Um, but there is going to be a point where I want to uh, delve deeper into expeditions. Um, so maybe we'll uh, do another little collaborooski yeah. uh, at some point. But I would suggest I, all the concept, all the concepts that we talked about. They were very high level, broad, like yeah. game level, not like oh, make sure that you're picking Yasuo at this point in the game. It's like yeah. you want your curve to be that like it's definitely like check theory. Out. Yeah, theory. It's like draft theory and not because yes. a lot of criticism that we originally got was this is right when elusives were all very strong before yeah. any of the elusives. And every single comment, like, why don't you just tell people to pick all the elusives and win? Yeah. It's like, well, because now we you know we're three months down the road and that's not what you do. Yeah. So, yeah. Dummy. Dummy. <laughs> Next um, question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yes, that's on. That is on Saucy's channel. Yeah, it's on yes, my YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. YouTube.com/slash Saucy Mailman. That's where you should all go right, for all a... your Runeterra needs. We also have we also have another important question. This is from Sasuke, who's in chat. Um, what has been your favorite champion of the new champions to be released, and why? Ooh, I know my answer. So mine's Fizz. Mine's my favorite champion's Fizz. Uh, I think that there's a lot to be done built around him mm-hmm. um he's not just a champion you can throw in and him be good you need to actually think about why you're playing him and he's adorable and his voice lines <laughs> too damn cute uh i love that like he's he's like in his own way he's toxic without knowing he's being toxic like personality wise <laughs> yeah because like he's just, he's just having fun right just being playful but he's like smacking them in the face and calling a big shark <laughs> to eat their fucks. yep yeah it's it's the the gangplank interaction is like you've taken mo- down more ships than my cannons or something like that. Yep, um, so good. Mine no has... one likes Shaggy Timo. <laughs> no one likes Shaggy Timo. Yeah, that's so, so good. good. Um, mine has been Twisted Fate actually. Uh, yeah, surprisingly enough, he is. Hey, it turns out that a having the ability to draw a card 
just always good. And having three different options is just always good. Um, yeah. He's been super, super versatile. He's been uh, just been good all around. So, um, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be uh, Twisted Fate. And he's just he's just a cool guy. Yeah, Twisted Fate, like from a usability standpoint, I think is like my favorite. But as far as like a card in itself, Fizz. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's also, see. Okay, next question. <laughs> yeah, Maokai is also another one. Uh, okay. Um, Silent Eric asks, "What champion did you uh did you used to see quite a bit, but don't see that much since the expansion?" Uh, I mean, we talked uh, about one before, Anivia. I I don't remember the last time I saw Anivia. Yeah, Lucian. I see him less. He's still around, but I see him yeah. less. Yeah, I, I I have seen him a little bit in some like tournament uh, meta, but I don't see him on ladder really at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like as far as champion that I used to play quite a bit that I don't anymore, it's Callista. Callista mm-hmm. was like my favorite card that I built. I mean, I at one time had fourteen Callista decks or something unreasonable. Mm-hmm. I don't have a single Callista deck right now. Oh wow! Sad, so sad I haven't found a place Callista. for her. You just you stopped. You just turned your eye away from Callista's backside. Yep. Maybe she. Maybe I need to make her with um, Toss Grader. Ooh. But then it doesn't work because then your other things that die are too big. No, wait. It doesn't count the buffs. Mm. I don't think she counts buffs. Mm. All right, we're gonna take. Uh, I'll need Space Coast gamers to help me build this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Next question. Um, okay, how about this one from from Brian? What is the most frustrating deck that you have run into so far? Ooh, I know my most answer. Most frustrating. All right, what's yours? Uh, it's just Ezreal Karma. <laughs> yeah. It it, uh, it it's Ezreal Karma when they have uh, multiple uh, concussive palms. That card just stops everything. Yeah, it's like it's like super vile feast. Yeah, the the Ionia tools we got are very some of them like uh deep meditations a little bit overtuned. Yeah, um, very good. Like that card, card I, it's like one of the strongest cards in the game and it's yeah. one of the reasons I've been I, I splash Ionia in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like I'll like uh my fizz deck right now that I play is like just bilge water and then I'm splashing like a few Ionia cards like yep. just for the good spells. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, they they just they just got a lot of a lot of tools. Concussive palms, nuts. The um, what is it? The two drop. The what is it? Eye, Eye of the, of the dragon. dragon. Eye of the dragon. She's really good. Super good. Like, I was sleeping on her. Like it when it was coming out, I didn't think the card was going to be that good. But yeah. playing with it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. Also, it just gives you a mana crystal because you know why not? A tune yeah. is like low key one of the stronger abilities. I did not think. I was like, oh, yeah. this is just kind of a throwaway. Wrong. Wrong. I was wrong. Tune no. uh, might need to be yeah. tuned down a little bit. Um. It's either that. I'm I'm up there too. I think Ezreal Karma is really annoying to play against. I think the uh, the Vi Karina control deck is also very frustrating Ooh, to play against. It is. I love that deck and I played it a lot. Oh, it's so good. It's. So good. it's I, I think it's one of the one of the best like choices right now to be yes. laddering with. Yep. But Dear God, when it when it gets going, it's so frustrating. It's yeah. so frustrating. I still think that there's some optimizations to that deck that can happen. I oh think yeah, we, I still th- like th- there's. I think if 
and I saw a little bit of like someone was like someone slotted in like Maokai's in there. Like I don't know if that's the right angle for it, but it's an interesting it's an interesting thought. Um, let's see, what do we got for time? We got we got one more, I think. Okay, Saucy, I'll let you pick see. the last one. Mm. Oh, I don't want to answer that one. <laughs> We're looking at the same one, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that we already talked about. Let's okay. Let's. This one's interesting. This is from Medler, the very bottom one. Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting one. Um, if you could, and this is in quotes, splash, and I'm air quoting, a third region into a deck, which deck and what region and cards would you splash? Ooh. I have an answer. Okay. Um, if, yeah, go for I'm it. Guess, what are we defining as splash? Like a card, any, like three copies of a card. Any number of the card, I guess. Yeah. So. If there was a card that I always want to splash into every deck I'm building, but I don't want to be in the region, it's Unyielding Spirit. Ooh, yeah. I, there's so many decks I want to build with that, but I don't want to be in Demacia for yeah. it. Um, that's yep. That's been the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, if I could just splash that in some other regions. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't think that's healthy for the game. Yeah. By any stretch, <laughs> but I mean, can't, but... If we were, I think at some point, put on my ten four out again. I think we're gonna get like some crazy, like limited time fun modes. Um, and I could see a mode where it's like, yeah, you can splash one card from any region in your decks, and that would yeah. be, that's my choice. Yeah, that would definitely be interesting. Um, I think the like boring like tournament spike um, answer is like probably well no i i don't think get excited i think get excited has fallen has fallen a little mm-hmm. bit out of favor um at least in some cases i think it's i mean we just talked about a deep meditation like it's just yeah. like any like i want to play twisted fate in a lot of different control like i would love like um, oh my god imagine twisted fate bilgewater um Ezreal, like Ezreal, Twisted Fate, yeah. like Bilgewater, PNZ, but like you can take some of the like weaker card, like weaker Bilgewater cards and weaker uh, PNZ cards out of that and just put the good Demacia card or Ionia cards rather. Like that deck, Ionia Deny. Yeah, <laughs> Deny, Deep Meditation, Concussive Palm. Like it's like, man, I actually just want to run those. And it's like, oh, but then I don't get to run Twisted Fate and I don't get to run. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe I just want to put. I could just put like the um, make it rains in mm-hmm. Ezreal Karma. That's probably it. Yeah, yeah. That it it it's decks like that that like that just the like level one thought about it for two minutes that like make me realize that it's probably not a good idea to have three reaches. Yeah, and, and we actually we were talking about this the other day as well. Like uh, someone's like, "Do you wish you could just put any regions with each other?" I'm like, "I'm glad that it's not because." If we had the option to just slot in uh, deep meditation into like a Shadow Isles, anything else like Shadow Isles Bilgewater control with deep meditation or something yeah. like, or Shadow Isles Freljord control that's now able to run deep meditation, deny and Will of Ionia yeah. with, with alongside Avalanche and yeah, like I mean, it's not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> again, removing or adding restrictions, ironically expands the creativity and expands what can be played if it was you can run any like regions don't matter you can run anything and any and anything it's like okay well 
we no longer see these. We only see the top thirty percent of cards ever played. Yeah, the right like it's you see it in Magic, you see it in Hearthstone, you see it in all of the card games, you see it everywhere. The top thirty percent. I don't know what the actual number is, but the top X percent of cards are only are the ones that are only ever played. Everything else, unless it's super niche or like a combo deck or something specific, just mm-hmm. never gets played. Just yeah, doesn't get played. And- and that like goes against one of the core philosophies of every card in this game having a home somewhere. Yes. If they just all of a sudden you only play and like they, everyone who's played Magic and I know Blevins has the same thought. Whenever I'm looking at a set release for Magic, I'm like, yeah. oh, this card's cool, doesn't seem play. This card's yeah. cool, doesn't seem play. Yep. Like limited, this is just limited not card, enough. limited card, yeah. limited card, limited card. And I'll go through the set and be like, man, there's like three cards from this set that are pretty good of this 300 card set. Yep. Sweet. There's three that are pretty good. There's like cards that will be players and standard. And then there's like the secret ones that like in some formats, they would be insane. Some they're not. So you're not sure. Um, and things that come out of nowhere sometimes. Um, but yeah. usually it's like, yeah, 75% of this is actual, just like garbage. garbage. If you don't draft, you'll never see it. And then yep. there's like a, some, some cream that rises to the top. But mm-hmm. speaking of rising to the top, I still don't, I don't have, I, I don't have anything. But I thought you were going to say speaking of cream and then in the show somehow with that. Speaking <laughs> of cream, we have come to the cream of the show, which is the end. I know everyone was just waiting for the end. Um, yeah, so we're here. I know I was. Oh, I was just I was kidding. Joking. I'm just kidding. I like the end because <laughs> then, then we just get to hang out with chat. That's true. That's true. Um, that's going to be it for the show, guys. Thank you and gals and everyone listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you check out Twitch Rivals uh, tomorrow slash today slash check out the VOD if you're listening in the future. Um, mm-hmm. It's on the Twitch Rivals channel um, and all that good stuff. Saucy, where can people find you on the Internet? Who, me on the Internet? Um, You can find me at SaucyMailman.com, which is my website. Uh, or just Twitter, Twitch, all those places, YouTube. Um, just Saucy Mailman all over the Internet. All over the Internet. You can oh, find me as well as the community for the podcast, Discord.me slash Radio. Um Definitely a good place. I try to post everything that we're doing. We saucy when you go live, you throw it there. When uh, I'm casting tournaments, usually with Casanova, who I think was was hanging around, uh, we throw the links in there. All of the stuff that happens with myself or Saucy in the Rune Terror world generally ends up there. So definitely make sure you're going to Discord.me/slash Rune Terrible Radio. Also. And I can't say this about every Discord community I've ever created. It's not just a promo bot. Like, there's a lot of really great conversations going on. Um, And you guys are amazing, the community and and everyone. So thank you so much. Especially if you're like, for if you're wanting um, other people to help you with deck building or to give you insight on deck. Like, anytime someone's like, hey, Saucy, what do you think of this? I'm like, just throw it up in Discord because there's like. 30 people at any given time that are like, yeah, I'll help you build this deck or I'll help you with yeah. your matchups. Like, it's, yeah. it's great for that. People really want to help. And we, everyone has been super, super nice and fun and mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff. You guys are amazing. And uh, we really do appreciate that. Um, if you want to f- see my other stuff, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins uh, on Twitter. If you want to see the show live every Wednesday at 8 Eastern, unless there's a guest, again, we accommodate that. But generally, 8 Eastern, twitch.tv slash theblevins is where that's happening. But that is going to be it for the show. 
today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know in the Discord what you thought. And if you guys have any other questions, we'll get to them in a future episode. But for Saucy, I'm Blevins. That's going to be it. We'll be back next week when we will be talking about more Legends of Rune Terra. Mm-hmm.